The assumptions, views, and opinions expressed on the podcast are solely those of the hosts and or the guests and do not reflect the views and opinions of any third party that the host and guest may or may not be affiliated with. Welcome to Battle 90s Pop, ang show where we talk about all things 90s. I'm Mr. George. And I'm Grindel. Samahan nyo kaming talakayin at balikan ang mga nakakatuwang topics sa nakagisna ng mga titos and titas ng generasyon ngayon. You can also listen to the podcast when it goes up on Anchor.fm and its linked affiliates like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Also, if you like the content, please don't forget to follow and like the main TVPH Facebook page if you haven't already. So for today, Itakay, our topic are yes. the famous ano to, uh, creme de la creme of Filipinos, no? I we're talking about yung mga no, famous or mga, mga, let's say, Filipinos that we idolized back in the 90s. Karamihan ng mga to, karamihan ng mga uh, people that we're going to discuss in this podcast, artists and athletes, no, that were famous way before the 90s came. Nung 90s, sikat na sila. So, pero syempre, as a, as a batang 90s, doon natin sila medyo natunugan yung pangalan ng mga to. So, we're trying to discuss these people. And and just to add also, no, so we sort of selected this topic kasi today is Happy Independence Day. Yes, all the Filipinos Day. out there. Oh, ano tawag dito? Araw kalayaan. ng kalayaan. Araw ng kalayaan. So, not to be mistaken with July 4th. <laughs> Which is another, <laughs> ano, Another Independence Day. Uh, pero ito, June 12. So, Happy Independence Day to all of the Filipinos out there like me. Let's discuss, Tita K, ano yung mga, yung mga famous people. So, what we did, me and Tita K, we divided the people, uh, famous people. I'm sure meron pang magagaling na hindi namin naisama. Pero ito kasi yung mga people na, as I said, matunog na when the 90s mm-hmm. came. So, si Tita K, si, si Tita K muna yung mauna mag-discuss ng mga napili niya na mga tao dito. Famous people. The greatest of all the greatest Filipinos. <laughs> I don't know what else to say kasi magagaling, magagaling kasi talaga sila lahat eh. Di ba? Yeah. And um, can we just say na sila yung mga uh, achievers during the 90s that uh, narinig natin or napanood natin as, as a young kid during the 90s. So, just like what Mr. George mentioned earlier, um, this Uh, set of people that we uh, we're gonna discuss today. Ito yung mga, uh, for example, napanood ko, napanood ni Mr. George, uh, napanood din natin mga batang 90s. And uh, napanood sa TV, uh, sa, sa mga cinemas, mga ganun. And um, this topic, and dahil nga Independence Day, parang pagbibigay-pugay na rin at pagbibigay-balik-tanaw or pag-alala sa mga na, na mga na-achieve nila. And Um, they put uh, Philippines into the ano eh, um, pedestal pagdating sa larangan ng na kung saan sila excellent. I think dito nagsimula din yung tinatawag na Filipino pride. 
Yes. Filipino uh-oh. quote and quote pride. Uh-oh. So <laughs> since itong mga to, they brought Philippines into ano sa map, tiba. So na recognize na meron pala magagaling na mga Pilipino when it comes to athleticism and to artistry. Early 90s, and I remember because I was able to watch it um, live uh, when it was held here in uh, here in Manila. Yung 1991 um, Southeast Asian Games. And isa sa mga nag-excel, nag-excel talaga that time is uh, Mr. Eric Buhain. So kung naalala niyo siya, siya yung uh, isa sa magaling nating swimmer nung panahon ng dekada 90. And uh, since dito nga siya ginawa sa Pilipinas, napanood ko siya. Napanood ko yung mismong laban niya kasi I was there uh, sa Rizal Memorial Stadium with my parents. And we were able to watch yung yung nanalo siya nag-champion siya tapos yung alam mo yung feeling na tumayo talaga siya dun sa pinaka sa top 1 <laughs> yung yung di ba meron yang top 1 2 3 parang gold uh, parang bronze silver and gold and siya nandoon tas uh, kinakanta yung uh, yung national anthem natin and nakaka-proud kasi at that time nung bata ako nung napanood ko siya hindi ko siya kilala eh and nakilala ko siya doon. Kumbaga doon ko na, ah, siya pala yung Eric Buhain. And then, at the same time, I was able to see, uh, uh, I was able to to witness yung yung sa female, ano naman sila, Akiko Thompson. And then, I was able to see Christian Jacob that time sa, ano na yun, event na yun. And, um, kaya rin nag, uh, nag-stand out si Mr. Eric Buhain kasi siya yung isa sa mga um, uh, kalahok from the Philippines that um nananalo ng several uh, medals during the Southeast Asian Games no 1991. So, ang dami niyang ano, ang or na nakuhang medal that time no 1991. And at the same time, um he he also tried um joining uh the 1992 Summer Olympics and kumbaga naging representative na siya ng iba't ibang sports um uh, swimming competition outside the country uh, because of um, what he did. Uh, yeah, sabi nga ni Mr. Arvin Malvin, uh, saan siya eh? Sa Rizal Memorial Stadium. Um, if you remember, that's somewhere in Manila. I was able to watch it live nung yung swimming competition ni Mr. Eric Buhayin. And nakaka, nakaka-proud kahit nung bata ako, parang na-feel ko yung Filipino pride na sabi ni Mr. George kasi that time nung kinakanta yung national anthem natin. Kasi pag ganun pala yun, pag ikaw yung nag, nag-champion, um, kakantay, parang yung, yung, yung second yata at saka yung first, kakantahin yung national anthem. So nung when it, yung national anthem na natin, syempre lahat palakpakan. And I remember na parang yung, yung Philippine flag, winabagayway namin, meron kami maliit na Philippine flag. So yun. Si Mr. Eric Buhay niyo isa sa mga recognizable that time. And aside from him, si Akiko Thompson, and uh, Miss Christine Jacob. Pero I, I'm not sure if um, she competed that time, but um, she was there. Yun. So, ayun. So, 1991, uh, until um, ang dami niya yung napanood ng medals. And then, right now, she's, he's the current chairman of the Philippine Games and Amusement Board. So, na, naging ano rin siya, naging, uh, kumaga, nag-head siya ng mga, ng ano natin, ng... Um, games in amusement board kasi nga isa siya sa mga recognizable um, person. Yan. So, ikaw, Mr. George, naalala mo ba si Mr. Eric Buhay? I mean, narinig mo ba siya nung 90s na napag-usapan sa balita, oh. sa news? Ganun? 
Oo, narinig ko si, ano, si Eric Kuhain. Pero kasi when I was a kid, hindi naman ako ganun ka-interested sa sports. So, mm-hmm. pero lagi ko narinig yan na sa balita and even sa textbook, I don't know if nasa textbook mo yun, no, nung nasa elementary ka. Mm-hmm. So, sinasabi doon, like, sino yung mga achievers, yung mga nagdala ng crown, nagdala ng mga awards sa Philippines. Uh, during these competitions. Mm-hmm. So, yan, kasama si Eric Buhain dyan. Tapos, kilalang ko lila ko si Eric Buhain because of his commercial on Milo. Milo everyday. <laughs> yes, Naalala exactly. ko yun eh. Kasi, <laughs> kasi siya yung ano eh, kung parang, ano ba yung swimming din yun eh. Uh, swimming din yung, ano, yung parang yung team. team nung ano. Commercial, <laughs> oo. Tapos, yun nga, Milo everyday, tapos Eric, Bu- Eric Buhain. Uh-oh. So, medalist sa SEA Games. So, doon ko nakilala na, wow, magaling pa na itong tao na to. Pero Uh-oh. in terms of in terms of yung napanood ko siya at that time, hindi masyado eh. A lot, of the, a lot of his achievements I just heard from the news and from commercials that he was in. Uh-oh. And saka noong 1989 Southeast Asian Games na ginawa sa uh, Malaysia, according to my research, um, uh, Mr. Eric Buhain broke one of the existing SEA Games records, swimming records. So, ganun siya kagaling. And although he retired early, um, by 1990, uh, early 1990s, or parang mid-90s, uh, parang, uh, he decided to retire from his swimming career uh, because of some uh, political reason. Medyo yung principles niya. Or parang, uh, kasi parang disappointed siya sa poor government uh, management pagating sa sports. And we all know naman na pagating, pag ang sports talaga yung may parang pinakamababang ano, sa, ano natin eh. eh. But he decided to come back. And um, nung, two, nung 2000, um, he was appointed as the Philippine Sports Commission um, chairman by the former president, um, Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. So, um, by his governance, at least he was able to, you know, help the aspiring athletes as well. And also, kasi naging coach na rin siya eh. He became uh, a swimming coach and yun. So, nakakatawa kasi napunod ko siya noong 20 na, um, when yung um, Southeast Asian Games na ginawa ulit dito sa Pilipinas, 19, 20, uh, 2019 ata, parang he was one of the uh, flag bearer that time. So, nakaka, ano rin. And tama kami, Sir George, napanood din at, kaya isa rin siya talaga sa mga tumut, kasi, kasi nga, di ba, hindi ko rin talaga siya kilala, pero nakita ko siya sa commercial ng Milo. So, nung napanood ko siya in in real life, parang, ah, kaya magaling bala talaga siya. So, and ano rin, Akiko Thompson din, meron din siyang commercial sa Milo din eh. Parang ganun. So, mm. dahil doon, kakikilala natin yung mga, mga magagaling nating atleta. Yun. Ayun. Oh. Ayan. So, um, so thankful to thankful din tayo kay Mr. Eric Buhayan kay, sa mga magagaling swimmers um, from the 90s, way back from the 90s up to the present kasi sila yung mga talagang isa sa mga hardworking, disciplined athletes na nakikita ko eh when it comes to ano talaga practice yung mga swimmer. Isa sa mga dedicated and isa sa mga ano yan eh uh, kumbaga nag-excel tayo na sports sa swimming. Diba? Aside mm. from basketball, swimming. Yun. So, kaya dapat talaga, ano, um, bigyan natin ng pansin yung mga atleta natin. Yun. So, anyway, so, uh, yung top, uh, hindi naman top two, pero yung number two sa listahan ko, um, hin- hindi siya masyadong uh, kilala or hindi siya masyadong 
um, na pag-usapan during the 90s kasi mas may sumik mas may sikat sa kanya na kapatid niya so si Mr. Ruel Velasco so sa apelyido pa lang malalaman niyo na ako sino yung kapatid niya <laughs> so yun so isa siya sa mga um magagaling nating boksingero nung dekada 90 actually nung early 80 uh, mid 80s uh, medyo na nagaano na siya nagko-compete outside the country na siya Pero ang isa sa mga nag, ano talaga sa kanya is uh, siya yung isa sa mga kauna-unahang Pilipino na nag, naka-receive or nakakuha or naka-achieve. Naka-achieve ng um, medal sa Olympics. And um, it was in 1992, uh, Barcelona Olympic, um, naging bronze medal siya. So, uh, nakaka-proud kasi di ba Olympics, when you say Olympics, Olympics is Olympics. So, pag may nag-e-excel talaga ng mga Pilipino sa Olympics, ayun, medyo nakakatuwa and nakaka nakaka Pilipino pride kasi nga Olympics yun eh. Uh, hindi lang South, hindi lang isang kontinente yung nag, yung kalahok doon, but buong mundo. Kumbaga sa Miss Universe, ito yung Miss Universe ng sports eh, yung Olympics. So, nung um, Barcelona Olympics in 1992, he won the bronze medal. Ayun. So, uh, Summer Olympics in Barcelona, Spain. Ayun. So, ano, ano siya? Um, um, na-receive niya yung... I think he's one of the first then na naka-receive ng medal sa Olympics. Ayun. Mm. And... Siya yung sa, sa, ano, sa boxing. Sila, sa ito boxing. yung first na medal natin. Ay, tama ba? Parang, I think, first nga yata, first na medal natin. When it comes to Olympics, sa, diba? Sa Olympics, oo. For that category, for that sport category. And then, noong 1997, he competed again. And this time, he was also the first Filipino na nagkaroon ng silver medal sa World Boxing Championship na ginawa sa Budapest, um, Hungary. At siya yung unang-unang, siya yung may, um, unang medalya na, na, na nang nanalo siya sa isang sports event sa USA, sa Goodwill Games, na ginawa sa USA noong 1998. So, bronze medal din. Pero at least, alam mo yung, yung pride na na, yung, yung ginawa niya sa Pilipinas na nagsumikap siya para ma- maabot niya yung mga ganong achievements. Eh, alam naman natin ang isang unboxing din ay isa sa mga mahirap na sports. Uh, kailangan mo talaga ng dedication dyan, tsaka discipline, um, yung strength, body strength talaga, yun. So, yun nga. So, si Mr. Well Velasco, ngayon isa na siyang coach. So, nagka-coach na siya ng mga younger uh, aspiring um, boxers. Uh, yun. So, siya yung naunang Velasco Brothers na nakareceive ng award sa Olympics. Yun. Connection pala, hindi pala sila, hindi pala siya yung first sa, sa boxing. Meron na pala before pa. Mm, okay. Uh, but but he's the first Uh-oh. he's the first Velasco. So, alam niyo na kung sino yung kasunod. So, yeah, discuss ni Mr. George later. So, yon. So, um saludo rin tayo kay Mr. Well Velasco kasi sa mga na-contribute niya sa larangan ng boxing noong 90s and until now, he's um still teaching, sharing his knowledge to younger or to aspiring boxers out there. Yon. So, saludo kami sa Mr. Well Velasco. And so Itong pangatlo sa listahan ko, actually, crush ko to eh. <laughs> Kasi naman at his mm. age, um, he's like, what, 60 plus? 62 or 63 na siya? Pero when you see him on TV, 
um every now and then nakikita ko pa rin na na-interview siya he still ano ah uh, astig yun so uh, we all know naman we all know kasi sino to si Mr. Paeng <laughs> when you say Paeng wala na ibang dumadating sa isip natin kundi si Mr. Rafael Paeng ni Pomaseno yun so sa larangan ng bowling siya naman yung nanalo na uh, siya yung tipo ng athlete na nanalo or nagkaroon ng mga records and yung record niya, siya rin yung ano, nagbubrok sa sarili niyang record. So, so si Mr. Paeng Nipomoseno has won the World Cup of Bowling four times. So, 1976. So, he nag-start siya way back 70s pa talaga. Kasi, um, I, uh, as far as I, uh, yung sa research ko, he's one of, uh, parang he's the youngest. At the age of 19, he's the youngest um, uh, Bowler? Bowling, bowling champion sa Bowling World Cup. And when you say bow, uh, Bowling World Cup, isang prestigious title talaga yan. So, he's the youngest. So, nanalo siya ng, um, ng World Cup Championship noong 1976 at the age of 19. So, he was the... So, uh, that put him to Guinness World of Records for being the youngest. <laughs> Yun. And... Uh, no 1980 nanalo ulit siya 1992 and then 1996 so um four times uh ano siya world cup champion siya sa bowling and that put him again to um the world uh the world records uh the Guinness world of record for winning um four times in ano uh world cup of bowling so ang galing niya nakakatawa kasi until now um nagretire lang siya kasi nagkaroon siya ng injury tapos nagretire siya sa glit then he came back and then he competed again and he's the, parang he broke his own record kasi di ba he got the title of the youngest now he's the eldest who won the mm. championship so ang galing mm. nakakatawa kumaga uh he, he's he's ano um breaking his own record so sa larangan ng bowling and when and during the 90s naman talaga wala naman tayong iwang narinig na pangalan sa larangan ng bowling kundi si Mr. Paeng ni Pomaseno so uh, i mean sa, sa basketball diba or sa let's say swimming marami sila eh. marami sila may may Eric Buhain may Akiko Thompson may female may male counterpart but when it comes to bowling wala eh walang wala siyang katulad eh wala siyang counterpart eh that time so talagang ano siya eh um he one of, one of a kind and um he owned the title of uh, um um parang his uh, uh goat or greatest of all time nung nung 90s yung, yung sabi ni Orange Duwe stories uh, shout out sa Orange Duwe stories yung uh, maganda daw yung coach ni Sir Peng oh nakita mo yung interview doon sa YouTube <laughs> yun sinend ko sa diba parang uh, um He's also and nanalo din yung orange car niya na yun ah. Yung ano na yun. Ayun. So um because of loser. Ayun, oo. Mm. Ayun. So um because of that, he was declared uh sa Senate and sa House of Representatives, he was declared as the GOAT or the greatest Philippine athlete of all time. Kasi nung time na yun, nung ginawa yung um uh yung honor na yon parang siya pa lang yung nag-excel sa nung 90s sa lara kaysa kahit anong event or sa anong sports event so he was named kasi nga di ba nagkakaroon ng ano na ngayon eh nagkakaroon ng 
um, uh, debate ngayon kung it's Manny Pacquiao or Mr. Paeng. Kasi nung ginawa yun, it was still, it's uh, Paeng's time that time. So, 90s. Wala pa si Manny. So, he was the, um, um, hailed as the greatest Philippine athlete of all time. And he was also named uh, Philippine athlete of the century. So, imagine nung 90s sa kanya yun, di ba? Century eh. So, sa kanya talaga yung title na yun. So, walang nakatalo or walang ano. And, pag nakita mo yung pangalan niya, if you search his name, meron ng kasamang OL. Kasi he was, ano eh, um, uh, he was given the Order of Lacandula by um, the former President Laura Macapagal Arroyo. So, if you were given that title or if you were given that award or recognition, it means that you excel on your, ano, uh, in your field. In your field. And, yun. So, and he was also the first Filipino to be awarded the President Medal, uh, Presidential Medal of Merit in 1984. So, ang dami niya na awards and until now, um, he still, I think, last 2019 or 2018, he competed and he won. So, parang, ah, at the age of 60, di ba? So, sabi nga nila, parang, um, hanggat kaya mo pa, or hanggat kaya pa ng katawan mo, di ba? Why not? And, 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 meron siyang sinabi during one of his interview that, that's, uh, ano talaga sa akin eh, that, um, really got me, is yung, sinasabi niya na, I have to reinvent myself and keep up with technology. Kasi tinanong siya, um, bakit na, nagko-compete ka pa while not retire and um, give it to someone else? And sabi niya nga, I have to reinvent, reinvent myself and keep up with technology. So, yung, kumbaga, hindi lang isang style yung ginawa niya, nire-reinvent yung sarili niya. So, nag-aaral siya ng iba't-ibang style din kung ano yung mas, ano, mas, uh, mas gagaling pa siya, di ba? So, applicable siya natin yun, di ba? So, nakakatawa, na, nakaka, nakaka-inspire. Si Mr. Paeng Nipomoseno na, na parang ano yun eh, parang uh, hashtag goal. Parang ganun. Pag tanda mo sana, ganun ka pa rin ka, ka, ano niya, ka-athlete as, as, ano, as Mr. Paeng Nipomoseno. Yun. Yung, so, ikaw, Mr. George. Yung objective niya kasi, yung objective niya kasi is to be, the num- to be number one. So, he's been number one ever since eh, di ba? So, hmm. even holding the world record for, ano to, for certain, ano ba yun? Ano ba yung ano niya, world record niya? Rec- uh, on number of wins ba? Ganun? Number of medals? Yeah, number of wins and uh, number of medals. Yeah, number of wins. And also yeah, yung, so, yung being the youngest and being the eldest to win the ano, World Cup. So, yun. So, siya yung, siya, yun yung ano niya. So, up until, up until now, yun yung objective niya is to mm. remain number one. So, hindi siya nag-settle na. Oh, actually, pag nakita mo yung trophy room niya, hindi mo may trophy room siya. Uh-oh. Tapos Oo, di ba? Do- <laughs> may sopa siya doon sa trophy room niya. Tapos parang siguro sa isang gabi na, ay, nalulungkot ako. Sige nga, pasok ako sa kwarto. Tapos itingin lang niya, grabe, tinong yung mga gintuan kong mga trophy tsaka mga medals dito, di ba? So, so, ano pa ba yung hihilingin mo? Pero he didn't stop. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't settle. Kumbaga, he doesn't care. He wants yeah. to be number one. He wants to continue to be number one regardless kung anong edad na siya. So, exactly. And it... Ayan, ito, itong si Paeng din, actually, the, the reason I know this guy is because of my, I don't know about you, no, pero yung, eh kasi textbook namin, yung history textbook, Araling Panlipunan, meron separate feature just for Paeng Nepomuseno. Na sinabi na si Paeng Nepomuseno, ano siya, uh, meron isang section doon sa book about the Filipino, different Filipino achievers who have given recognition 
Mm-hmm. to the to the Philippines. Isa doon si Paeng Nepomuceno. Sinabi nga doon na si Paeng Nepomuceno ay naka-break ng world record. Mm-hmm. Siya yung magpinakamagaling sa bowling, ganun. Parang propaganda, ganyan. <laughs> Pero, Pero yo, doon nakakatawa kasi na totoo siya. Oh, wala totoo eh kasi pag nakita mo yung lineup niya, in trophy room pa lang niya pag nakita mo yung trophy room niya eh. Mm, exactly. Wala na. Mic drop tapos. <laughs> wala. And no, no doubt about w- it. Oh. One thing na na observe ko sa kanya and isa yun sa dahil kung bakit hinahangaan ko siya is yung humility niya. Imagine na ah, yung sabi mo nga may trophy room siya eh. Ang dami niyang nabag na award. And at the same time um he's known not only here in our country but outside. Pero never mo siyang nakita na nagbrag na oh ako yung magaling sa bowling. Interview dito, interview doon. During this research, I was watching, I, I watched one of his um, competition and then, nung nanalo siya, parang sabi niya lang sa, inter- sa nag-interview na, uh, I owe it to God. Thank you, Lord. Then, tumalis na siya, parang gano'n. Tapos yung kalaban niya, USA kasi yun eh. Parang, ang daming sinabi. Ang <laughs> daming sinabi din sa interview sa kanya. Parang siya yung nag-champion. Yun. Mm. Tapos, si Mr. Nipomoseno, si Mr. Paeng, talagang ano lang siya eh, um, slowly nag-ano na siya, nag-thank you lang siya kay God. And then, Imaginein mo yung 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 achievements mo and then at the same time um until now iko pa rin yung kilala sa 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 field ng bowling parang wala pa nakakatalo sa iyo dito sa Pilipinas but still alam mo yung walang kaere-ere walang kaere walang kaere and ito uh, i remember kasi um nagwork ako sa Eastwood meron dong yung yung uh, meron siyang branch doon eh ng paeng yung bowling ali niya One time, we were there with my colleagues. Nandun siya. Parang he visited the branch. <laughs> Wala lang. Parang hindi mo siya makita na ang daming kasama or may bodyguards and everything. Okay. Parang ang tangkad niya. Yos, ang tangkad-tangkad niya. Tsaka ang puti-puti niya. <laughs> and it doesn't hurt the pogi eh. The pogi to see me sa nipunasin. Oo, kaya isa pa yun. Kaya, alam, at kaya ako natutuwa sa kanya kasi kaliwete siya. Frustration ko yun eh, na mag-excel sa isang bagay na gamit yung left hand ko. So, pagating sa gitara, yan, sa yokelele. Kasi kailangan mo siyang i- ano, i-akma dun sa pagiging kaliwete, di ba? So, pagating sa bowling, kaliwete siya. So, natuwa ako sa kanya. Ko, left hand din So, kung kaya niya, kaya ko rin pala. Kasi nga, di ba, parang lahat na lang para aging pang right hand. So, parang nakita ko siya, kaliwete siya. And, mm-hmm. yun, tsaka yung mga tira niya, parang lagi siya na out of balance. Pero, ano eh, <laughs> Taob lahat ng pin eh, ng pinball. So, nakakatawa siya. Nakakatawa ang panoorin yung mga laban niya. Yun. Mm. So, he's one of my favorite athletes. Aside from, yung i-discuss mo mamaya si kit-kit-kit-kit <laughs> si bata. Yun. So, isa yun sa mga favorite athlete ko. Aside from, ano, paeng. Pero hindi ko, ang, ang siguro ang pagsisisi ko lang, pagdating kay, kay Mr. Paeng Nipomoseno, I've never watched any of his games. You gonna try Watch. to look at, look, look at some of the games. Maybe meron sa YouTube, no? So I'll send you one later. Ah, meron kang link? Oo. Papanoodin ko lang para ma-amaze din ako eh. Kasi ako, ban-ban talaga ako sa bowling. <laughs> Actually, Mas... naging pihin namin yung dati nung college eh. And, and talagang, kasi nga, payat ako eh. So, ang bigat ng bola, di ba? So, parang feeling ko, isasama ako dun sa ano, ipaghalis ko. So, tos, yun nga, kasi nga, kaliwete ako dun. So, parang, parang paano to? Kasi kaliwa. So, ganyan. Yung mga, nag, yung instructor namin, kanan, kailan yung mga ano niya. So, parang, pwede bang, ano, excuse na lang ako, gano'n. Oh. <laughs> Ayun. 
Ang hirap eh. Ang hirap mag-bowling. Palagi ka pang kanal. Nakakawalang gana. <laughs> kailangan mo talagang ano eh. Kaya medyo ano rin siya Kaya feeling ko kaya magaling din siya. I mean, uh, nag-excel din siya is because sa height niya and yung sa body, ano niya eh. Kasi tangka niya sa so pag... For... So, pag hagis niya talaga, malayo na yung mararating nung ano niya. Ayun. Built for playing bowling talaga yung build niya, no? Oh. If you can just share, just for our viewers, and how good Mr. Paeng Nipomoseno, mapapabilib kayo. Ayan. Puro oh, spike oh. ba yung mga ano niya? Oo! Oh, oh. Parang once lang siya nagmintis, eh. Tapos, alayo ng Nabative ano niya. Nabative siguro siya, no? <laughs> Grabe. Ay, ay, hindi, dito. Ano to, eh? Ayun yung kalaban niya, yung USA. Si, Bo- si Borat. Sorry. Si, ano yan, Drew Highland, yan. Kumukha ni Borat, eh. Ayan, <laughs> ayan si ayan. Mr. Paeng. Pogi, Tapos oh. siya, kaliwete oh. siya, eh, di ba? And, ah. lagi siyang out of balance pag nagtitira siya, eh. Parang, piling mo wala, matutumba na siya or what, eh. Oo oh. nga, dapat ganun. <laughs> Hindi, kasama yata yun sa ano, baka kasama yun para mak... Kasi yun, know, ano niya, eh, part ng momentum niya yun, eh. Yung ganun, Oo, eh. Part ng momentum dun sa pag ganun ng bola. Ay, nung, nung pin. Ayun, Ayan, oo. <laughs> Pero mo na sa gilid siya. Tapos, tapos ano, uh, lahat yata ng tira niya, pasok. <laughs> Pero no, X, 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 oh. Makita mo. <laughs> so, sobrang galing niya na. na, 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 na oh, napapabilib talaga ako. Oh. Walang sinabi oh. yung kalaban niya. Actually, nakahabon oh. yung kalaban niya nung latter part na ng game. Pero wala, layan na ng ano niya eh. Layan na ng score niya masyado sa huwag nakahabon. Masyado na siyang maraming wins. <laughs> masyado na siyang maraming, anong tawag doon? Kapag ka natumba mo lahat. Strike, parang ganun, or strikes something. Up. Strikes, oh. Strikes, oh. Ayan, no? Uh, isa yun sa mga, ayun, kaya, tama, I mean, he deserved the awards and the recognition that was given to him by government as well. Ayan, so, si Mr. Paeng Nipomoseno, until now, ayan, yung pinakata natin kanina, and talagang mapapaha, <laughs> mapapahanga kayo sa kanya, ayan. Okay, tayo mga Pinoy, hindi lang naman tayo magaling pagdating sa sports. Marami rin tayong ibang kayang gawin. I mean, uh, we can also excel from art, music, pageantry. Yan, yeah, pageantry talagang uh, ano rin tayo dyan eh, medyo palaban din tayo. So nung ito, ang kasunod, eh, nung 1999, she won the, or she finished as the first uh, runner-up in the Miss Universe pageant. Si Miriam Kiambao. Kiambao. So, si Miss Miriam Kiambao. Uh, very controversial din yung, ano niya, yung laban niya. Kasi that time, ano eh, nadula siya sa stage nung long gown competition na. Naapakan niya yung gown niya. Pero the way she stood up and the way she um, uh, braced the, the challenge na nangyari sa kanya sa, ano, sa stage. Ano eh, talaga nagpalakpakan eh. Parang naging advantage pa yung pagkadapa niya o yung pagkadulas niya sa pagkasama niya sa top uh, five. Kasi naging ano, parang ginawa, parang naging sagot niya yun eh. Uh, sabi niya kanina, pa, uh, sinabi niya na yung nangyari sa akin kanina nung nadulas ako, uh, it, re- it represents the wi- uh, women who, who fell down but um, stood up. Parang ganon. So, that ano eh, that put her, that put her on the position na, na napunta siya sa top 5 and then top 3. So, yun. Hanggang sa nanalo siya as uh, first runner-up. Ah, di ba, ang tagal nating walang, uh, hindi nakaka-place sa 
sa top 5 after yung si Gloria si Gloria after after oh Gloria uh, Gloria Diaz Do- Gloria Arroyo Gloria <laughs> Diaz yun, so. Gloria Arroyo What was her name Gloria ano Gloria Diaz Gloria Diaz, oh, Gloria Diaz. Um, oh. So after ni Miss Gloria Diaz diba parang wala na tayong kasunod na naka-place man lang kahit sa top um, five or top three. Pero, yun. So, si Miss Miriam Kimbo yung nagputol nung, nung ano na yun. And nung then, drought mo. Oo, nung oh. drought. Tapos, uh, sunod-sunod na yan. So, until nagkaroon na tayo ng 2000s, medyo naging palaban na tayo. Like, Pia Wirtz back and Catriona uh, Gray. Yun. So, yun nga. So, naging advantage yung pagkadapa niya that time or pagkadulas niya. So, naging, ano pa yun, naging, kumbaga, ginamit niya yung experience na yun. So, isa rin sa nagbigay ng, ano, karangalan sa Pilipinas. When it comes to pageantry naman, di ba? Isang pagpupugay din sa, sa dinalang karangalan ni Miss Miriam Kem, uh, Kembao noong 1999 sa Pilipinas. Dahil, dahil sa kanya, uh, nabuhay ulit yung dugo nating mga uh, mahilig sa beauty pageant and mas nag-excel pa tayo after that, after her, ano, winning the first runner-up. Very memorable. Very memorable yan. Very memorable siya. Pero hindi, actually, naalala, naalala ko nga yata, yun yung natalisod siya. <laughs> Tapos, yun yung ginamit niya yung pagkatalisod niya as, uh-huh. ano, as a, a springboard para makakuha ng award eh, no? no. So, binaliktad niya. Binaliktad niya yung situation na hindi niya hinayaan na <laughs> dahil sa pagkakapatid niya eh feeling niya exactly. wala na panatalo na siya kasi yun na naman sa ano diba sa pageant trees ano ba yung makikita mo sa pageant tree diba yung naglalakad-lakad ka tapos pa-posing-posing siya tapos diba so, gusto mo pakita yung gracefulness mm-hmm. of a lady so kung matapatid ka <laughs> syempre ang iisipin mo siguro noon yun is wala na talo na kasi, wala na at saka buong mundo yung nakapanood sa'yo diba buong mundo yun so parang oh, ano oo oh, talo na yun natalisod ko eh eh sana yung gracefulness nun eh, hindi napapasok so pero pero yun, which, is, which is a good thing before she, before yung incident na yun isa siya sa mga strongest con, uh, contenders kasi ano siya eh nag number one siya or nakuha niya yung pinakamataas na score sa or sorry Bilib- Uh, nakakuha siya ng siya, siya yung palagi nag-top or nakakakuha ng second place sa mga preliminary like yung um, uh, uh, ano to yung evening gown swimsuit competition di ba may mga may mga ano yan eh may category yan eh like swimsuit competition evening gown competition siya lagi yung nag-top two siya yung nakakakuha ng second highest uh, highest score yon Okay. So, dahil doon sa pat na pat siya natalo doon ba yun? <laughs> so tama nga. Hindi. <laughs> uh, siguro it's That because of the reason. The, uh, <laughs> uh, probably she, because of the way she walked, the way she she um uh, yung pagdala ng gown, pagdala ng swimsuit, 'di ba? So ayun. So ano siya? Then, so palagi siyang That was good. That was good enough kasi nga yung last natin si Gloria Diaz pala that was oh, 1970s diba? pa yun. So, 20 years. 20 years of nothing, di ba? Not even a runner-up position. And this is, mm. and, and hindi naman to gaya ng Olympics na you have to qualify every, di ba, for a specific sport. You have to mm. first finish or win in the qualifiers before ka makapasok sa Olympics. We always have somebody to, palagi tayo mayroong contender from the mm-hmm. Philippines who joins this, the Miss Universe. 
Pero none of them were able to get any awards except for Milan Kambiao. 20 years yep. after we won the the prestigious pageant in the 1970s. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yun. And um, she also received the... Ang dami niyang nakakuha na award before that eh. Hopefully not yet. Uh-oh. Not until yung... such time na we have a another legend in the making, no? Kasi yeah, and syempre, iba yung charisma kasi. Na sila, eh. Yes, exactly. National pressure na yung mga yan. Mm-hmm. So, yan. Itong ano ko, um, is pang-apat ko, halos lahat naman tayo dito, batang 90s, ay nakinig, inidulo sila, ginawa silang inspirasyon kapag buo sila ng ba- sariling banda. Yun ay ang eraser heads. Kaya ako nasabing isa sa mga nagbigay ng parangal ng eraser, eraser heads sa bansa natin. Kasi siya, ang eraser heads lang naman, ang um, first ever Filipino artist to win uh, the coveted Moonman Trophy for sa 1997 MTV Asia's Viewer's Choice Award. So, ang dami nag-compete na Asian artist that time and it was um, our own eraser heads who got or who won the first ever Filipino artist yung ang huling El Bimbo dahil sa ang huling El Bimbo so yung mga kasabayan nila so yung mga kasabayan nila ng mga other Asian countries are other Asian artists and hmm. hindi lang naman din dyan sa award na yan nagtatapos yung recognition ng uh, I mean yung pagdala ng Eraserhead ng recognition sa Pilipinas eh kasi if I remember one of their song was pe- featured as a soundtrack I forget the movie Aside from Eraserhead, we have the Wolfgang. Meron silang um, kanta na naging uh, part na isang soundtrack. Yun. So, madami. Maraming um, napabilib ang Eraserheads. Not only us, di ba, sa Pilipinas, pati Asian, pati buong Asia na pabilib sa Eraserheads. And of course, they are also recognized all over the world. Yun. So, Eraserheads was excel in the, in the, in, in the music um industry naman yan so we all know naman na ang achievement ng Eraserheads hindi na kailangan isa-isahin pa so yun yan oh, and ano kasi sila eh sila sila yung Pilip- Filipino artist sa talagang homegrown na dito eh grassroots mo talaga is dito ka lumakit na recognized internationally they began their, their they began their career here in the Philippines they grew big in the Philippines and then started doing international releasing international albums Diba? Yes. So, yun, home, homegrown artist talaga sila. Hindi sila, and I'm not saying na yung, na, na they're better than the artists, Filipino artists who were born in abroad and became famous in abroad. It's just that, syempre, when you're coming from the Philippines, diba, yung mas mahirap eh, it's, it's harder to gain international recognition if you start from your home country and then spread outwards. Pero nagawa nila, they were able to release an album, I think. I don't remember ano yung specifically, Aloha Milky Way ba yun? Tama ba? Yung ba yung international album nila? I don't remember. Pero they were one of the grassroots Filipino bands that were able to release international an international mm-hmm. album. So that yeah, is, I think that the one with the Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi Baby. Yung ano. Ah, Tamagotchi Baby. Ah, okay. okay, so now itong aking last. I think she's also one of her kind sa, lara- sa field na pinili niya is none other than um, Lisa Makuha Elizalde. So, sa ballet naman siya. Sa field of ballet. So, imagine, I mean, um, during the 90s up to now, parang wala pa akong ibang nakita or narinig na naka, 
na naging uh, prominent ang name or matunog ang name other da- sa larangan ng ballet other than um, our own Lisa Makuha Elizalde. So, uh, uh, she, yeah, so, so Lisa, um, she excelled on her own field. And not only that, um, I mean, nagtayo rin siya ng Ballet Manila. So, hindi lang, I mean, hindi lang siya isang ballet dancer, but she wants to share the experience or she wants to experience her skills to our, to our um, uh, future ballerinas. Hindi lang naman dito siya, I mean, nag-start ang career niya abroad. Although she started her career here or she studied here, she studied ballet here, but um, she became the first uh, foreign soloist to ever join. So imagine, ah, siya yung first ever foreign. So not only as first ever Filipina, but first foreign soloist to ever join the Kiro Ballet or in Russia. So that that itself uh, means a lot to us uh, Filipinos. Kasi, I mean, pag tinanggap ka sa Russia, diba, especially Imper- uh, Imperial Russian Ballet, that means a lot. And uh, we all know that noong 90s, kung anong meron sa Russia, diba? So, she's the first foreign soloist na nabigyan ng uh, pagkakataon na maka-join sa Imperial Russian Ballet or uh, also known as the Kiro Ballet. So, because nag uh, because she studied abroad as well in Russia, ang dami niyang, ang dami niyang award, awards na nakuha outside the country. I remember the former Senator Miriam Santiago was proposing, I think before she died, before her, before her untimely death, um, isa sa mga pinapropose ni um, Senator Miriam Santiago is to make Lisa Makuha as uh, one of the national artists in form, uh, performing arts. Yun. So, pinap- may, nabasa ko yung ano eh, nabasa ko yung ano niya eh, yung um, uh, introduction ni Senator Miriam Santiago expressing the sense of uh, yung nomination ni Lisa Makuha to be awarded as a national artist for dance. Pero sadly nga, hindi siya na, na hindi siya na napasa or na ano, kasi I think she died already. So parang, ayun. And, and, and one of the reasons why she, she was um, nominated by, uh, by the former um, Senator Miriam Santiago because um, according to Miss, uh, according to Senator Miriam, no Filipina ballerina has yet surpassed the recognition and pride. Um, Lisa, ito, babasahin ko yung PDF file nung, ano, nung sa Senate. Um, pride that Lisa Makuha Elizalde has brought to the Philippines. She's the embodiment of talent, creativity, and um, imagination, technical proficiency of the highest order, grace, and humanity that makes her worthy of the title of national artist. Yun. So, that was in 2000... Um, 15 yata or 2000 ah sorry 2012 yung yung nomination na yun mm. so nominate nomination si, pa lang si Lisa Makuha yata another nakilala ko lang dito sa commercial din eh hindi ko maalala kung anong <laughs> yung commercial ng ano Shopping. commercial nung and ko yata yun eh <laughs> marami siyang naging commercial eh meron siyang commercial ng nakasama niya yung mga anak niya si Missy <laughs> <laughs> parang may commercial ah. siya nun eh about yung gato siya ta para ganun <laughs> oh. marami siyang commercial eh eh kasi ito, si Lisa Makuha tignan mo na itsura niya di ba may pagkasinita eh alam mo naman tayo mga Pinoy <laughs> mahilig tayo sa maputi tsaka chinita so definitely qualified siya in terms of yung sa 
sa beauty and all. <laughs> Pero yun sa talent, in terms of talent, no? so I was just watching, diba, pinakita mo yung link kanina. Uh, galing nung, ang galing ng movement niya, so graceful. Yes. Kung napapalakpak nga ako eh, na galing. Galing, I think before, before Lisa Makuha came into the picture, became very famous in the Philippines, I think maybe ballet was a uh, something a, a form of art artistry or dance na siguro few people particularly siguro sa elite lang sila lang Uh-oh. yung elite appreciate, or parang a few people a, appreciate eh diba uh, appreciate ballet but then when she became famous in the Philippines marami ng mga girls na aspiring to be like her so mm-hmm. it brought ballet into the senses diba sa awareness of the Filipino not just yes. for the Filipino na medyo may pera but also to the also to the masses and she mentioned that during one of her interview that one of the reasons she founded Man, uh, ballet manila is to bring um this um kind of artistry towards the masses kasi yung pag pinalabas yung mga uh, performances ng, ng mga ballet manila parang yung ticket is affordable if you want to be a scholar Uh, let's say you don't have enough um, money to study ballet, but you want to be a ballerina. Um, they offer scholarship. Their shows, uh, that's in Pasay, di ba? Um, if you remember, Star City is just next to the Ballet Manila. Yeah, because it's the property of the Elizalde. Anyway, so the, he, she made the the show affordable for the masses. So you can, sabi niya nga pa lang, you can watch the show. Minsan may mga shows sila para 50 pesos lang yung entrance, ganun. I, I remember, I watched during high school ako. Malapit sa Star City yun eh. So, that was 50 pesos. Parang buong section namin parang nag, ano, parang field trip. Parang nanood kami ng isang show. The Nutcracker yata yun or something. Yun, yun yung gusto niyang mangyari. That's why she's, ano, she founded Manila, uh, Ballet Manila. Ang galing, di ba? So, before, before ako siguro i, before ko i-launch yung aking mga idols in the 90s. Yung may, may common theme eh, na makikita mo rito no. So lahat ng mga feature natin ng mga ano, mga famous people ba or talented people I could say. Lahat sila they are pioneers for the Filipino people. So they were the ones who broke the the mold. So they they were the ones who broke that idea, idea na you know the Filipinos can actually achieve something. And not just, you know, not just for the Filipino. It's not they're not just doing for the Filipinos but for themselves as well diba na parang lahat because of the limitations that uh, na meron sa Philippines they were still able to break through mm-hmm. and were still and were still able to become successful and, and they're very very talented so hindi lang Philippines actually yung sinasabi nila na nag-benefit dito but across Asia so yes. a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the talents and a lot of the records that they broke Uh, in the in the sports that they were into or in the art in the arts lahat yan also opened up opportunities for Asians and not just for Filipinos uh, so b- before ako mag-start ng akin tita kay meron ka pa ba ng mga ano ah uh, yeah so far yan 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 yung five pinoy achievers during the 90s na nalala ko so yun probably later after we discuss yours i can think of more yan <laughs> Ah, sige. So, yung sa akin na. So, let's start with my favorite, si Miss Lea Salonga. Ah! Lea Salonga. So, <laughs> I, ako kasi, personally, I, I am a fan of the arts, specifically sa theater. So, I love watching theater. I was also a performer. 
back when I was in high school. So sample, we were doing sample. stage plays. Sample, sample. <laughs> so I was doing stage plays. And yeah, so alam ko na mahirap talaga when it comes to, you know, doing these stage plays. And yan, si Leia Salonga is, well, nanalo siya ng Tony Awards. So, Leia Salonga, before, become, before becoming famous, she actually started doing some stints in the Philippines already. Actually, as young as seven years old, she has started doing stage plays and musicals sa repertory of the Philippines. Nakita mo, di ba? And I think it applies to across sa lahat ng mga sabi natin, sinabi natin dito, sa mga sabi natin, mga, i-feature natin mga talents dito. All of them started very young. Mm-mm. All of them started very young and they were focused in their specific field. So, specific, ito, si Leia Salonga was focused on doing musicals. But then, the funny thing about Leia Salonga is, she actually went into the Ateneo. She was studying medicine. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, she, she was studying medicine. But can you just imagine, what if Leia Salonga decided not to actually pursue the musical and the arts, but instead went to medicine? Diba? We wouldn't have... <laughs> This national treasure right here. And look at the achievements that this lady that this lady got received. So she won the Tony Awards for her role as Kim in the Miss Saigon. The first Asian who won so the, the first Tony. Asian. She is the she is the first Asian who got a Tony Awards. Diva. And it also opened up because uh, the Miss Saigon started as a show in the West End in London. Mm-mm. Right? So, of course, meron tayo sa West End, which is the UK, London. And then you also have a famous theater location in the US, which is yung Broadway. Right? So, back in the day, merong, may, may pagka-stigma eh, pagdating sa Asians eh. So, <laughs> normally, Americans, what they want, or, and, and this is what happened to her actually. Naging controversy to at that time. So, when, when, when Macintosh the producer of Miss Saigon was trying to bring Miss Saigon from from the West End to the Broadway. So uh, the Americans and especially the American Union did wanted somebody from America. Gusto nila yung talent nila from America yung ipasok mm-hmm. as characters. So initially they started to replace the engineer. So in Miss Saigon there was a role called the engineer. So they wanted an American to do that role, but Macintosh eventually won. So he he was able to bring in his actor, right? But then what they said was, no, we wanted an Asian American to do Kim's role. So they they didn't want Leia to come in. They wanted someone who an Asian, but who was born probably Americanized, diba, in the U.S. But eventually natalo rin yon. So they were still able to bring. Leia Salonga on Broadway for, for the role. So, naging successful din siya doon. Pero, y- y- di ba yun yung problema? And uh, after getting the Tony Awards, winning the Tony Awards for Miss Saigon, Leia Salonga also struggled a little bit in getting other roles mm-hmm. sa West End. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't mean that she won the Tony Awards that she was able to easily get more roles. She got a lucky break when Macintosh again invited her to take in, to play the role of Eponin sa Lee Miserab. Yes. Again, it's, it's, it's an Asian playing a French <laughs> girl's role. <laughs> so, yun nga, yun nga yung issue. Kasi, a lot of the stage plays 
or a lot of plays that were produced in the UK, in the West End, and in the Broadway, syempre, lahat naman yan is based on the themes of Western ideology. Yes. Diba? Play Miserab is based on a French Revolution, blah, blah, blah. Uh, West Side Story, Greece is an American musical. Of course, syempre, ang, ang iisipin ng mga tao, or at least the producers for those places, we needed someone who are Caucasian, diba? Who, mm-hmm. who, who, actually, who actually represent the characters that are being portrayed in these stage plays. But, Leia Salonga came in and said, no, Asians can also do these things. Si Leia Salonga was the first, I think, Asian who was able to penetrate the role, the role. especially of Play yep. Misarab. So right now, if you if you watch stage uh, plays in the UK or you know like Play Misarab, you can see some Asians there as well. So she opened Asians the door started, to, to Asian yeah, yeah. She uh, opened the Broadway door. artists. Yeah, yeah, for Asians to to play roles on Broadway and in in the West End. So an laking alian, an laking an laking achievement yan. Not just for for the Philippines, but also but for. for Asians. The Asians. Yeah, Asian artists who want to make it big. Diba, ang, ang gold standard naman when it comes to musicals and theater would be plays that are being shown in the West and in the Broadway. So, when once you're there, actually, you, ano ka, bigati ka talaga. You're really one of the best. And being rewarded a Tony Award, diba, you're pitted amongst the best of all the artists back in the UK and in the, diba? but you still got a Tony Award that says a lot about you as an artist Leia Salonga so one of the best one of my idols actually ang siguro napabagsisihan ko is hindi ko hindi ako nakapanood ng performance niya I, I was able to watch one of her performance in Cats so in Manila when I was in Manila I really wanted to see her in ano to? Miss Saigon hindi mo napapanood you can never ano eh Siyempre, hindi mo nababalik ang matanda na si Leia Salonga. She won't be able to play the role again. Yeah. No? So, it's one of the, probably the, the disappointments na who I wish, I wish I was born earlier and I was able to witness the the talent of this lady. And you can still watch, actually, pag napanood mo sa YouTube, I did watch some performances of Kim, uh, of Kim, which is played by other by other artists. No, And then I compared them to how Leia played it. Nothing mm-hmm. compares eh. Iba pa rin talaga yung original. And then, also yung sa Eponine, when you watch Leia Salonga sing on my own, tas i-compare mo sa... I, iba, I recently iba. Watched, yeah, yeah, iba eh. So, I recently watched Leia Miserab. So, I was lucky enough to be able to travel to to London. So, me and my wife, we watched Leia Miserab there. My expectation kami when it comes to how Eponine normally sings, ba layo. Kumbaga may pamantayan na kayo. Si... Standard. <laughs> Oo. May, may gold standard na eh when Uh-oh. it comes to how Eponine, Eponine should be or how Eponine acts. And wala. Nothing compares pa rin. I'm sure there will be a lot of artists who can who can match or even top that. Unfortunately, no, pinanood namin hindi. <laughs> Medyo na-disappoint nga kami ng wife ko eh kasi <laughs> we were hoping for a Leia Salongayesk performance which Unfortunately, so, meron ako napanood na ganyan anyway. eh, na parang uh, uh, vocal reaction or coach, parang vocal coach reaction. Pinag-side by side niyo yung mga performances. And then, nothing can be talaga yung, kay, yung, yung pronunciation, yung enunciation ni, 
yung Leia. crystal uh, crystal clear voice ni Leia Salonga compared to the others who played the same role. Yun. Mm-mm. Iba talaga. Mapapansin mo talaga yung difference. Malaking difference. So there. So Leia Salonga, one of my top one of my one of the and, and of course siya si ano Princess Jasmine tsaka si Milan diba? Alain, sorry? siya si Miss of course hindi natin pwedeng makalimutan na siya si Princess Jasmine diba? a oh, whole new so world diba? Eh. tsaka <laughs> dahil and because of because of that she she's getting hired to do uh, as a voice mm-hmm. actor or mm-hmm. as an artist for certain Disney musicals siya yung kumanta Pati yung sa Mulan, di ba? Siya na yung kumanta. Oo, oh, siya na yung kumanta. Oh. Oo. So, ganun kaka-famous. Possibly very fortunate as well kasi alam naman natin, uh, Leia Salonga and the Salonga family, they came from a prominent family. Yeah. So, a lot of the other talents that we discussed or we will discuss, nang galing sila karamihan, galing sa mahirap na, na lugar. So, di ba? So, opportunity is scarce. Yep. So, ito, si Salong, si Leia, she was able to grab onto the opportunity na was made available to her. I think it was easy. But then, she she deserved it. So, kasi karamihan, di ba, gusto sa atin yung mga dahil maya, kesyo, famous, di ba, maling issue yun sa atin na sinasabi natin, hindi natin binibigyan ng opportunity yung mga Pilipinos. Just like what happened to this controversy with Pacquiao playing in the PBA. So, marami nagalit na how kam Pacquiao who diba bakit hindi well, naman siya professional <laughs> exactly. basketball player but he's able to play in a team so he doesn't mm-hmm. deserve to be there here there is a longest difference so she really proved to everyone and to the whole world that she deserved to be Saka, in that position which is i- hindi lang work it privilege siya kaya ano kasi yung pinagdaanan niya nakita ko yung audition niya and then yung training niya sa Broadway, and then yung yung mga struggle niya. Kasi diba, sa ibang bansa ka eh, diba? You have to live alone. Sabi niya, wala yung mom niya, parang ganun. Uh, before, um, she's with her mom. But pero nung nagtagal, parang hindi na niya kasama yung mommy niya dun sa mga ano. So, iba rin yung pinagdaan ni Miss Lai Salonga. Nahirap. So, of course, ikaw, mag, uh, I know, Mr. George, um, alam mo to, kasi diba, you're working um, outside the country. So, if you're working outside the country, hindi ganyan ang treatment. Hindi katulad dito sa atin na may pwede kang kumuha ng alalay or, diba, parang PA mo, yung mga artista dito, pwede kumuha ng PA, alalay doon. Kailangan mo talagang paghirapan or yung disiplina tsaka yung pag, sa trabaho mo, eh, iba eh kusa wala wala kang walang walang susunod sa iyo walang wala kang assistant diba so ikaw lahat so marami din siya pinagdaanan na ano para marating ko ano yung narating niya ngayon mm, i'm sure i'm sure naman i'm, I'm just saying na kasi yung yung availability of the opportunity kasi diba so even na magaling ka kahit na magaling ka kung hindi ka naman kung siguro hindi ka naman hindi what i'm trying to say is mas meron kasing opportunity mas open up yung opportunity pagka coming ka from a more prominent family or from a prominent upbringing. Whereas, yung mga nasa laylayan or yung mga nasa masses, mas hirap sila. Mas hirap sila to, to be able to get recognized. So, exactly. Yun lang Kaya kayo yung mga athletes natin, di ba? Minsan, ano sila eh. Um, yung mga athletes natin, kadalasan hirap sila. Kulang sa budget yung training. So, ganun. Mm-hmm. Hindi ganun ka ano. Yun. By the way, ano mm-hmm. ha, si Miss Leia Salonga, if you search her name, meron na siyang kasamang OL. Katulad ni Mr. Paeng ni Pumaseno. Kasi she was also given the Order of Lakandula. 
So one of the highest civilian orders na pwedeng ibigay ng Pilipinas sa mga hmm. ano niya. So nakatawa kasi yung mga pang- parang kumbaga sa sa uh, London, 'di ba yung parang uh, knights, yung in the knights ka ng king ng ni Queen Elizabeth, 'di ba? Sir, magigiwag ka na sir, sir, uh, sir Ian McKellen, 'di ba? Ganun. So sila din ganun. So yun yung recognition sa kanila. Order of Lakandula hmm. naman. Meron silang meron silang recognition parang sir United ganun eh. Sa atin iba eh. May ganun din ano, tayo. <laughs> Sila sa Longa gamer 'yan. Video gamer siya. <laughs> ah, video gamer ba 'yan? <laughs> Nalala ko kasi noong PSP days. Ayun, naglalaro siya ng PSP noon eh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yan tsaka ano ba pala, isa pa pala na isa pa pala na naging barrier actually. Isang barrier yung ano niya eh, yung pagiging Pilipino sa yung Filipino tradition sa atin. Kasi diba, alam naman natin, Filipinos are very conservative. Yeah. And her role as Kim in... Oh. Napatan mo ba? Napatan mo ba yung Miss Saigon? <laughs> Oo. So, alam mo yung, alam mo yung, di ba, parang naka-ano lang siya noon. Naka-underwear lang siya. Tapos t-shirt. So parang... Naka-underwear ah, lang siya. Yung ano, I mean, naka-t-shirt tapos underwear under, underneath. Naka-panty lang siya. Parang gano'n. Oo. Tapos may kissing scene sila. Oo. Diba? Tapos meron sa silang after nilang mag-sex, kung wari, dun sa play. Diba? May mga ganun silang mga roles eh. That's totally in contravention to our Filipino beliefs, diba? As a very religious and conservative country. To, she had to put that aside para magawa, magampanan niya yung role na yun. And it's, I'm, I'm sure it would have been very uncomfortable for her yep. to be, diba? to be kissing someone in front of an audience. So, <laughs> di ba? So, and not only and once, be, but five times, uh, five times yes. a week. <laughs> and, and it has to be passionate. Show. Yes, and it has to be passionate. Because people will not believe you if they see na, eh, parang peke lang. Hindi, eh. kailangan full of lust, full of passion <laughs> yung halika na gagawin nila. And in front of an audience, di ba? So, Ganun yung, ganun yung, sinasabi mo kanina yung hardship. I think that's one of the things na she she needed to overcome and she yes. she overcame it. I think nabasa ko yata sa, inter- sa isang mga interviews, parang naisip niya kasi yung pwedeng sabihin nung mga kababayan niya sa kanya. Mm-hmm. Diba? Alam naman tayo, kapag ka nakita tayo, ay, may nabuntis, ganyan, o nabuntis yan, o, <laughs> diba? ano o ano yan, malandian, ganyan. Especially in the 90s. No? Now, medyo, Pagkasip na tayo. But in the 90s, that was like that. So, so naisip niya kung ano yung pwedeng maisip ng mga tao sa ginagawa niya. Pero eventually, people people accepted it. Now, this is, she's just doing it just for the sake of art. Which is, yun lang naman talaga yung purpose nun. When she's doing And those, yung respeto sa kanya, di ba? Walang halong ano eh. Hindi siya na ano doon. I mean, hindi siya nagkaroon ng ibang connotation doon sa ginagawa niya. The, Wala. the, the, the Walang same, backlash. The wala de ba the same respect was given to her yeah uh, which is which is a good thing it's a good thing ayan so so that's Leia Salonga and my next one is yung sinasabi ni Tita Kay kanina the brother of Mr. Roel Velasco si Mr. Mansueto Onyok Velasco so the guy won the silver medal in the Summer Olympics so very controversial Summer Olympics <laughs> the controversial Summer Olympics what what else what more can you say diba so far siya lang yung Filipino. I mean, one of the Filipinos who was able to bag a silver for the country in the Olympics. And the Olympics is no joke. So, diba? So, you can... He won, I think, the gold in the Asian Games. Mm. So, a lot of our athletes win 
win golds in the sea games and all of that and i'm not belittling our our athletes no but what i'm saying is so they they can bag a lot of golds on the regional or, or on the sea uh, sea game or asean level but once they reach the olympics wala na hindi na, hindi na tayo nakaka-place not enough so, trainings yeah oh hindi na eh and then here here comes onyo pilasco who won a silver for the country it was a it was our first silver for boxing and that was the only silver since then wala na <laughs> yep. hindi na hindi na na, na kuha ulit hindi na tayo ulit nakakuha ng silver and mansueto velasco i think he's a great boxer he he became a comedian <laughs> yeah but bought the medal to the country and then eventually he shifted he shifted his career into acting he but not entirely since right now he's still he's still i think doing a consultation consult so kino consult when it comes to the Philippine Sports Commission and all that yeah. no pero uh but but the the unfortunate thing about Onyok and I'm not sure if this is true still so I just read in one of his interviews now I think when he won the the silver he was promised a 2 million peso mm. grant yep Mm-mm. which never came so poor guy. So hindi ang that was back in 2016 ah. So that was an interview back in 2016. I'm not sure if may nangyari na nakuha niya yung pera, but back in 2016 he never got the money. So what he got was a pension for 7,000 pesos per month from the government. So until now nakakuha siya ng pension for 7,000 per month. So 7,000 per month in the Philippines is nothing. It's it's barely anything. I mean, you cannot sustain a family. And I think the mm-hmm. only reason why he was able to survive is because of his acting stint. I think doon siya, diba? So, doon siya nakakuha ng pera eh, sa acting stints niya. And I think, uh, alam mo ba na meron siyang, ano, meron siyang film sa sarili? Ang title ng film niya is, ano, ang kanyang film ano siya, vlogger siya ngayon. Atletang Mandirigma, The Onyok Velasco Story. Alam mo ba yon? <laughs> meron siyang pelikula na ginawa. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So meron siya tapos ang leading lady niya doon si Ina Raimundo. So oh, actually gusto kong gusto kong pag-aralan kasi yung ano niya, eh. gusto kong pag-aralan kaya ako ni-research 'yon. Gusto kong pag-aralan yung yung early life niya. How he paano siya na-discover, paano siya nag-start sa boxing, ganyan. Wala akong makita eh. This was the only one I can find. Eh nakita ko na syempre pag something na dinala sa sinehan Siya, medyo may ano na yun eh, creative indulgences na so hindi na <laughs> may dagdag hindi na, na true to form or di ba so marami ng mga uh, dinagdag na kung ano-anong rekado na nagiging more or less close to fiction na siya so hindi hindi mo siya magandang basis pero ang nakita ko lang so whenever he does his interviews ang lagi niya na sinasabi is yung training so mm-hmm. kailangan lang uh, kailangan training kailangan disiplinado ka I think that's the that's always the the message that are being ano being said and also he also mentioned a lot of times na whenever you're in a in a competition like the olympics na you don't think of it as don't put pressure on yourself na you always think and you'll think na you're in the olympics na oh my god nasa olympics na ako <laughs> diba so don't put don't do that just think of it as your normal sparring and I think yun nga eh. I mean malaking pressure din sa kanya yun eh kasi diba hindi mo well to be fair 
wala naman kasi talaga, wala naman talaga tayong track record eh when it comes to the Olympics. Mas pressure dyan actually kapag may track record tayo na nananalo sa Olympics tapos sasaba ka ulit. So tayo actually, ang goal natin is to actually get at least just a bronze eh. Mm-hmm. Diba? Nonetheless, the pressure will still be there. And I think, as I said, I also perform. I, diba? So whenever you perform live, then you always have to think na yung, yung pressure papasok palagi eh. You always have to condition yourself and tell yourself na it's gonna be okay. Maraming umaasa sa'yo ng mga Pilipinos. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the, probably one of the barriers or hurdles na na experience ng mga athletes natin who were very good at the SEA Games but when it when they were able to go to the Olympic level hindi na sila nakaka-play siguro matinding pressure din yung na na face nila doon sa Oh iba kasi talaga ang Olympic ring iba talaga rin yung kasi buong mundo na yung compete mo noon eh like let's say for example Southeast Asian Games actually like for example um yung nasabi mo nga Mr. George kung paano nagsimula si Mr. Velasco, si Mr. Onyok Velasco, kung baka siya naging boxer. Wala naman daw talaga siyang hilig. But since um, he's, maliit kasi siyang tao, diba? Compared to his brothers, maliit siya. So, lagi siya nabubuli. <laughs> Sabi niya, nabubuli ah, yes, siya. Ah, yes, yes, yes. True, true. Kaya, nagsimula daw siya mag-aral ng boxing para, ano, para matuto oh, siya lumaban doon sa mga nabubuli sa kanya. <laughs> oo, oo, oo. Ayun. Oo. very controversial yung yung pagkapanalo niya ng silver medal sa Olympics kasi um not only us Filipinos think he got robbed, other countries too. I remember even ano, even the celebrities, Hollywood celebrities na nanood nung fight niya, like sila Sylvester Stallone, nandun sila eh nung Olympics kasi sa America ginawa yung Summer Olympics eh and Very controversial din kasi diba yun yung Centennial Olympic bombing? Pinasabog mm. yung, uh, nagkaroon ng pagsabog dun. Ano talaga, they see na parang hindi tama yung decision na dun sa Bulgarian uh, boxer na kalaban ni Mr. Onyok Velasco mapunta yung gold medal. Ang laking ano eh. Ang laking, laking controversial nun. Na, oh. uh, naalala ko yan nung bata tayo. <laughs> diba? Yan, uh, yeah. yan, yan yung balita palagi. <laughs> sa lahat sa TV Patrol pati sa headline niya ng Jario Onyo Velasco got robbed of his gold medal in the Olympics it, it, kasi to be fair naman it was a big deal for us eh. kasi if ever that will be our first our very first gold gold yes. in the Olympics well na, silver is not that it's not bad but gold is gold diba so it, <laughs> it was a big disappointment oh and and kasi nung time na yun siguro Malaki talaga yung chance natin. Kumbaga it was it was a ano eh, it was a opportunity eh, to finally grab a gold. To be fair, pinanood ko rin naman yung laban niya. I didn't watch the whole thing, no? But kasi makita mo talaga yung yung length difference. Si mm-hmm. yung Bulgarian <laughs> has has a very long reach. Yes. So pag nakita mo talaga, kumbaga yung suntok-suntok niya, hindi niya kailangan si Onyok, he needs to go in. He needs to be able to go inside to, to land a punch. Whereas yung Bulgarian, kailangan lang, gumanong-ganon lang siya, mag-jab-jab lang siya, kaya niya nang masuntok si, ano, si Onyok. So I think th- that was the reason why the judges of that match gave the gave the game to ano to the Bulgarian and not to Onyok. So, eh, syempre tayo naman, mga Pilipina, nakita natin yung effort talaga <laughs> ni Onyok nun kasi talagang lumalaban siya eh. Elite niya eh. 
Ulit si Orion. Vertical, vertically challenged kasi si Mr. Velasquez. Eh, pero kinakuha, pasok siya doon. Tapos, ang kit niya nga lumaban. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, he was, you can really see he was really giving it his all. Yes. Na, diba? So, and it was unfortunate that he lost. But again, a silver is not it's bad. Si- it was our mm-hmm. first silver for boxing. For that, it was a big achievement already back in the day. So again, Onyok Velasco, one of the greatest Filipinos of all time. Mm-mm. I agree to that. the medal for the country. Uh, pero nakakatuwa, no? Nakakatuwa yung dahilan niya kung ba't siya nag-boxing. It's because of the bullying. The bullying siya. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yun, lang yung unang dahil, yun lang yung dahilan mo noong una and then eventually you made it into your career. Diba? Para... <laughs> <laughs> pero at least, no? Pero alam mo, nakaka-proud sila. Kasi the brother, Ruel Velasco, the kuya, got the bronze medal and then Mr. Vila- Velasco, Mr. Onyak Velasco got the silver medal. That's, ano ha? And both from Olympics. <laughs> diba? Parang galing, diba? They Uh-oh. put their household, uh, their family name in the history of Olympics. So they will always be remembered as the family who brought medals to the Philippines, eh, no? So yan. Exactly. So ito yung next ko, si Miss Lydia De Vega. Ano, tawag sa kanya Sprint Queen. Hmm. Sprint Queen of Asia, Asia, by the way. She's yeah. the Sprint Queen. Yeah, of Asia Sprint Queen. Not just the Philippines Sprint Queen. She's Asia Sprint Queen. So, si Lydia De Vega pala and she's called by her nickname DI. Nag-start, nag-start yan nung 12 years old pa lang yan. Nag-start na siya sumalit sa mga competition and she won her first medal in the SEA Games when she was only 16. Diba? So, from 16 years old, you were still a minor. You were able to grab a medal in the Philippines for... For, ano to, for the 200 meter and 400 meter categories. Tapos ito pala si, ano, si, ang buhay pala niya ni, ni Lydia De Vega, yung bahay niya, malapit lang sa school. So yung life niya, before actually doing the race, doing races, ang, ang, ang buhay niya lang is going to school and then going back home. So yun na yung buhay niya. And then eventually, because magaling siya, ano, tapos ang kalaro niya lang daw, nung bata siya, mga lalaki, <laughs> One of the boys. So nakipag, nag, nag, we were talking last week, di ba? Yung mga palarong, ano, palarong Pinoy. So I'm guessing they were playing tag or habulan. Tapos syempre, imagine mo si Lydia De Vega yung habol mo. Tapos <laughs> lalaki pa, parang embarrassing. Tapos hindi daw siya mahabol. <laughs> hindi daw siya mahabol ng mga kaklasa niya lalaki, ha? Kaklasa niya lalaki. Nung bata siya. Then eventually, nakita yung talent niya as, a, as someone who's, she's very fast, no? So the school invited her to join the the racing team and then sinabi niya hindi niya sinabi to sa father niya because her father was ano conservative and very strict so <laughs> niya sinabi eventually nalaman din ng father niya and then her father apparently was a frustrated track uh, athlete athlete yeah si Tatang De Vega oo so yung father niya na mismo yung nagtrain sa kanya ayan ay si ano pala si Mr. Carnival who gold dapat si Onyx Olympics kung hindi lang siya nadaya <laughs> oo nga ang dami nagsabi talaga even the any Hollywood Uh-oh. actors <laughs> that time. Oo. Ayoko na lang maki ano ayoko na lang maki-join na ano eh pero so pero okay na yon sir basta may silver next time na lang. We ha- kasi yun nga eh we have to prove. So that is what on a separate topic, 'di ba si Pacquiao? The way he proved na kailangan manalo siya is kailangan manak out niya yung kalaban niya. As a new as a new entrant. So ganun tayo eh no? We need to really we really need to prove. And then when you're in such a stature like Pacquiao now, he doesn't need to to do that anymore. Diba? Pero yun yung palaging mantra before ni Pacquiao na you have to, kailangan man-knockout mo yung kalaban otherwise, talo ka. <laughs> talo ka sa score. Diba? So, ganun, ganun talaga eh. 
But anyway, ayan, just Joe's just going back. So, Ligia de Vega was like that. And then, yung training niya sa father niya is very, very strict yung training. Mm-hmm. Na, lagi niya sinasabi na pagod na pagod na siya, pero hindi, hindi niya, hindi siya pwedeng tumigil. Sobrang, sobrang stringent nung training reg- regimen niya. And then, also, as, ano rin siya eh, product rin siya nung, ano to, yung Gintong Alay program ni former President Ferdinand Marcos. Ferdinand Marcos. So, she and, ano, she and si Elma Muros. Elma Muros will also be part of our discussion, no? Uh, both of them are products of that program. And because of that, she actually won. She won the gold medals in DC Games. And she... She held a record for the 100 meter for the 100 meter uh, uh, category. She held the, the record for Philippines in the Philippines in Asia rin yata eh. 11.28 sorry, 11.28 seconds yung record niya which was broken by Christina Not recently lang, 30 August 2020. She she broke the record. She got it by 11.27. So can you imagine she got she took that record back in the 1980s and only until the 2020s na break yung record niya. So di ba? Ganun katagal. Ganun katagal before before ka before na break yung record niya. So ganun siya kabilis. I mean for and she was very famous at that time. And to be fair kasi nga si Lydia De Vega is in yung picture rin kasi si Lydia De Vega eh. So I actually watched one of her I know what one of her races. The talent, the 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 achievements, the the face to match, no, that brought some interest to the to the track and field sport sa Philippines. And also because of that, she's she's so well renowned na she has rivals across Asia. So she was pitted against one of the famous ano, athletes also in India. So kumbaga nag nakabuo ng rivalry eh. So ganoon siya ka-famous, nagkaroon siya ng rivalry with another ano, oh, oh, with another athlete in another country. Uh, so ganoon because of that naging famous yung ano, yung racing. Or ano ba, hindi racing eh, ano ba tawag yeah. doon running track ba? Track and field. Tra- yeah, track and sprint. Field. Yeah, track and field. Or sprint na uso yung sprint na sport sa Asia, di ba? So and she she got so many medals. So uh, she got a total of 55 medals. I mean, across the board, so from Sea Games, Asian Games, and other athletics competition that she joined in. So, so she she got she bagged a lot of gold, and unfortunately, she was also an Olympian, two-time Olympian, no. So as we mentioned earlier, before you can actually qualify for the Olympics, you need to go to different matches. So hindi basta basta na hindi siya gaya ng Miss Universe na every year papadalakan ng contender mo, no. Mm-hmm. You have to first win in certain competitions. qualifiers, only then will you be brought into the Olympics. And unfortunately, she is an Olympian, but unfortunately, she could not place in any of the, you know, in any of the races. Tapos tignan ko rin yung record eh, yung record holder. The record hold held by a female sprinter in the Olympics set was set in 1988. It was, uh, the record is 10 seconds and 10, sorry, 10 10 seconds, 10.49 seconds. Yun yung record. So, uh-huh. yung record ni, ano, record ni, 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 Lidia de Vega. ni, Lidia de Vega is 11.28 seconds. Yung record sa Olympics is 10.49. Tapos, so, 
Medyo malayo pa rin yun ha. Medyo malayo. Parang oh. ano mo yun yung every, every millisecond counts eh for that specific sport. <laughs> Parang the so, flash. <laughs> oo. Pero for Asia, 11.28 seconds is good enough. Pero for at a global level, it's not. Oh, yeah, we all know we all know naman that other athletes from other countries are much way um, you know taller taller <laughs> and yung ano talaga nila yung body built nila is different from us her and ano and Elma Muros Elma Muros yeah. uh, dominated dominated the sprint the sprint sport in the 90s and then, not just in the 90s actually so just to clarify no so Lydia De Vega and Elma Muros had been athletes or had been uh, competing since the ni- 1980s. Famous mm-hmm. sila. By the time the 90s came in, they were already very famous in their specific fields. Yeah. We do not, hindi naman sinasabi na, ano, na produkto namin yan, sina <laughs> De Vega and si, ano, si Elma Muros. They were already famous back then. They were just more famous. By the time that we, na nagkamang na kami in the 90s, nakilala na lang namin itong mga to, na, at sikat mm-hmm. na sila at that time. Oo, nasa commercial na sila ng Milo. Sila pala, <laughs> Oh, oh, kadalasan ano 'yan. Kadalasan sila yung anong mga Milo commercials oh, oh. ng 90s. Kaya oh, idol yeah. ng mga kabataang 90s kasi sila na yung ano oh. eh. Oh, ah, da- dahil diyan na uh, dahil diyan nakakabili tayo ng Milo kasi nga Milo everyday. Eh. <laughs> pag oh, pag gumuyo ka lang Milo, magiging track and field champion ka din, diba? or swimmer <laughs> champion oh. ka. Wala mo maka makabag rin ng gold, di ba? Just by drinking Milo. <laughs> diba? So, yeah. so and Milo Milo every day. Tapos si ano pala si Gusto ano? gusto ko na just to segue lang si ano Belo Cero, 'di ba yung sa gymnast? Yung may baba, may batang nag oh. sa Milo commercial nag like, gymnast, 'di ba? Gymnastic siya. <laughs> Ako gusto ko maging ganyan, bilaw Milo. Hindi <laughs> mm, nangyari. Yeah. When we when we were seeing these athletes, no, on those commercials, yun din yung nakikita natin eh, parang wow, gold medal. Kasi lagi naman pag sinasabi sa atin ng mga right. parents natin, Uy, dapat gold. Pag gold, di ba? Parang, uy, gold medal yan. Ibig sabihin, galing mo talaga. Oo. So, di ba? And to be able to get gold in the international arena, oh, isang malaking ano yon, Isang malaking karangalan yon. Not for you and also for the Philippines. By the way, ito pa lang si, ano, meron din movie to si DJ De Vega back in the 1980s. When, 1982, meron siyang sariling movie. <laughs> oh, medalyang ginto. Yun yung title. Tapos siya mismo yung nag-star. She starred in her own movie. Which, sinabi doon yung story niya eh. Sinabi niya yung story ni Lidia De Vega. So, ito kasi si Lidia De Vega, yung sinabi ko nga, di ba, may face value siya. Tapos, mm-hmm. yun nga, uh, winner. She's a winner in her, ano, in her specific track and field categories. Tapos, medyo controversial din kasi yung buhay niya. Yun nga, may, di ba, yun yung secretive and then stick parent, ganyan, ganyan. It added to her celebrity status eh, back in the day. Ito naman yung sunod ko, si Elma Muros. So unlike unlike si Lidia De Vega, ito si Elma Muros, mas straightforward to. <laughs> Wala siya ng mga ganong klase ng drama na, you know, stick yung parents ko na I, I had to hide my, I had to hide uh-huh. my joining the track and field team to my parents because they're very strict, ganyan-ganyan. Wala siyang ganyan. So si, ano naman, si Elma Muros, yung mother niya actually was an athlete as well. A 400 meter dash ba? 400 meter dash athlete. Oh, so syempre, she she followed in her footsteps, and then she started ano, she started joining the competition. Dun sa ano sa school nila, 
Then eventually, palagi siya nanalos. Locally, regionally, nationally, and then eventually she went in international arena. She she was also part of the tawag dito, the Gintong Alay program ni first, uh, former President Marcos. And she's also won a lot. No? So, Mm-mm. she she won the, ano tawag dito, the, she won 15 gold in the sea, sea Games. 15 golds! 15 Imagine gold medals. That. <laughs> oh! And she, at ang tawag sa kanya, she, ang moniker niya is Long Jump Queen of Long the Philippines. Long Jump Queen. <laughs> yes. And the Iron Woman of Asia. So, gano'n wow. siya kakilala. Uh, so, ang dami niya napanunod na medals. And then, she's also a two-time medalist sa Asian Games. And she also holds the Filipino record of 57.57 seconds for 400-meter hurdles. So, unlike si Lydia de Vega, which is an Asian record, ito naman si Elba Muros is ano naman siya? Mga local records Local, local records. But again, no one, no one has beaten those records yet. So, mm-hmm. if... you cannot beat those records, then you cannot expect to bring someone sa SEA Games again and sa Olympics again. Kung yung mga break records na yun, hindi naman nabibit. Diba? We have to break those records first before we can actually compete. Kasi by now, iba na yung standard ngayon. Kasi diba, every time naman na magkakaroon ng, every time na magkakaroon ng competition, the aim is always to break the record eh. So I'm sure, whatever records was set back in the 1980s, by now, wala na yan. Diba? Mas mataas na. And yung sinabi ko kanina, yung, yung sinet ni nung female 100 meter dash is 10 seconds, diba? Si Usain Bolt, ang record niya is 9.63. So, the fastest man alive. <laughs> oh, he's the fastest man alive. 9.63 seconds. So for you to actually win an Olympic medal, you have to beat 9.63 seconds. Or at least be close to 9.63 seconds. So, yun yung challenges na kailangan i-overcome ng mga Filipino athletes. Well, if it took us 30 years to beat Lydia De Vega's record, which is, by the way, not an Olympic record, right? So, mahirap. Mahirap talaga tayo makapasok mahirap. again sa international arena. And we were fortunate na during those times, we had these two ladies who were able to represent us. And were able to, ano, were able to bag the gold for the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So, hindi totoo yung sinasabi ng Milo na, ano, Greeting starts from small beginning. Growing, growing up with Olympic energy. Ah, <laughs> uh, hindi, hindi, hindi ka mananalo ng Olympic medal just by drinking Milo. So lahat to, sinabi natin kanina, di ba, yung mga training regimen ng mga to? Ito, like si, si, na, si Lydia De Vega. Lydia De Vega was, sinasabi niya sa tatay niya, ayaw niya na, pero sinasabi, hindi, tuloy pa, go. Tsaka diba, naalala, naalala ko, tinitrain siya sa, ano, sa tabing dagat, doon siya tumatakbo. Eh, di ba, ang hirap tumakbo hmm. sa buhangin. So, For you to be, to be able to run fast, that means you really, ano, yung stamina mo, tsaka yung, ano talaga strength. ng mga strength mo talaga. Sa buhangin, di ba? So, mahirap yun. Mm. So, yun. Discipline. Si, si Lea Salonga was was also practicing on a daily basis. Every mm-hmm. day, they practice their, ano, their roles for their for the place. So, ganong klase yung dedication at ganong klase yung sport yung kailangan mong gawin to be able to achieve this. To be honest naman, di ba? Hindi lang naman sa training yan, eh. you also have to be talented eh, mm-hmm. in the first place. Practice is, practice and training will improve you. Pero if you are born as an athlete or born at uh, talented with these types of talent, well, more training and more dedication will eventually lead you to, ano, to winning those competitions, di ba? These talents or these athletes, these talents, artists, were also fortunate that they were born with these types of traits na, so when they were born. And they were also lucky 
and on top of that, their dedication and their, their training regimen help them eventually reach their goals. Yeah, so th- those are my stuff. And one more, my final one, of course, we cannot forget. Ito yung sinabi ni, ano kanina, ni Hinaloso Kupal, CF si and Batare, yes. Yeah. So, siya yung aking final na idol in the 90s. So, FN Batareyes, actually, maganda yung documentary. I just watched his documentary today. So, I did the research, but then when I watched the documentary, it made more sense. So, I would suggest people to watch this. The Story of the Filipino, FN Reyes. If you haven't watched that, it's on YouTube. Doon yung malalaman yung, ano niya, yung humble years or yung humble beginnings ni FN. FN Reyes, so he came from a very poor family, no? And then, he went to Manila together with his dad. They went to, merong sa tito niya o sa uncle niya, his uncle owns a pool, ano tawag Billiard, billiard billiards, shop. Billiards. Oo, uh, billiard shop. Billiaran. <laughs> billiaran, sige. May billiaran. His, his uncle owns a billiaran. When he was a kid, what he normally, at five years old, he start, he, what he did was he was the one cleaning the ano, billiard tables <clears throat> after the patrons play on the tables. Nag-start siya mag-learn ng pool nung nag-start na siya na mag, ano, mag-school. Kasi ang ginagawa daw niya, nakakatawa eh, yung ginagawa daw niya, kasi yung school niya started at 7 o'clock in the morning. He's already awake by 5 o'clock and he already starts playing. Nag-play siya ng pool until 7 o'clock in the morning. Tapos papasok na siya ng eskwelahan. And then, after niya pumasok, he starts playing pool again. And then, pag nag-close din shop, that's when everyone is asleep, di ba? So wala na gumagamit ng table. He plays pool. So ganun siya. And by the time that he reached 12 years old, sobrang galing niya na. May term siyang linabi eh. By the time he reached 12 years old, nangaharang na sila. I think when he met nangaharang was, he began hustling already. Mm-hmm. When you say hustling, yun yung ano, yung kumare maglalaro ka. Tapos kumare hindi ka marunong, hatanga-tanga ka. Tapos, pakikipagpasabi mo doon sa, ano mo, sa kalaban mo, makikipagpustahan ka kasi parang hindi ka magaling eh. Tapos yung pala, <laughs> yung pala kalaro mo si Efren Batare. <laughs> Tapos so, magpustahan ka, di ba? So, para... <laughs> so, ganun yung ginagawa Surprise! niya. Surprise! Doon niya ginamit yung talents niya. Hinarang, yun yung term eh. So, he started hustling when he was a kid. Tapos, may mga, ano dun eh, may mga shady rin na mga kakilala siya. Kasi nakita yung talent niya eh. So, ang ginawa, ang ginawa sa kanya, inikot siya. So, after school, inikot siya sa mga iba't ibang bilyaran. Para ganun yung gawin. Para mag-hustle. So, sumalabi siya sa mga competition. Tapos, nanalo siya. Tapos, ang sad part about it is, up until, up until such time that he he was seen by a promoter, an American promoter, and he was brought into the Americas to ano to play pool. Wala siya nakukuha. Yung balato niya, sinabi niya, kumito niya, balato niya when he was a kid was 90 pesos. Imagine he that. Play- no? Oo. Sabi, sabi doon na, Immediately after school, may mga maghihintay na sa kanya sa labas. Yung mga, ano siya, mga players ba yun? Baka parang mga managers. Hihintay niya sa labas, pick up na siya, and then they will go around until the morning. Ang kinabukasan ng umaga, naghahanap sila, ano, ganun yung ginagawa nila, nangakasal sila bukulasan ng mga pool competitions. Tapos ang earnings niya lang, 90 pesos. Wow. And then, Nung dinala siya sa, ano, dinala siya sa Amerika, nung isang promoter, he started playing in international, uh, in uh, in America pa mga official na yata yun, official na mga competitions doon nananalo siya pero wala siyang nakukuha kasi laging dinuduga dinuga siya ng promoter niya so, ang sinasabi sa kanya ng promoter niya wala pa silang kita nananalo siya ng mga competitions pero wala silang kita kasi 
Siyempre, ano ba yung, di ba, sinasabi yung air tickets? Yung air tickets, tapos yung mm-hmm. mga hotels. Yung ginastos. Accommodation, yung pagkain, ganyan. Yung mga gastos. Hindi pa rin nababawi. Pero, alam naman natin na when you join to those types of competition, yung mga, yung mga winnings niya, siguro mga $5,000, $10,000, just more than enough to cover yung expenses niya. Ang problema kasi, hindi kasi siya nagsiriso sa pag-aaral. So, yun nga eh, busy siya sa ano eh, sa billiards. Sabi pa nga niya, natutulog siya sa after sa nilang billiards. Sa ibabaw ng ano? <laughs> pag-uwi niya sa, pag-uwi niya, ay pag-uwi niya, nan, hindi pag-uwi, doon siya sa school eh. Kapagdating niya sa school, doon siya natutulog. So, imbis na nag-aaral siya, natutulog siya. Kasi he devoted his life into just playing or enjoying the billiards, you know, billiards. Ang problema, hindi siya ganun kagaling sa English. Hindi rin siya marunong magbasa ng mga kontrata. Yun, dahil doon, so hindi siya... Kumbaga, hindi siya he was taken advantage. He was taken advantage of by the promoter. Mm-hmm. So, kaya nga tinatanong siya eh, nasaan yung mga winnings mo as early as 1980s when you start flying, flying to the US to join into those competitions? Sabi niya, wala. Wala siyang napanalunan. Kasi wala ang binibigay sa kanya. So, ang, ano lang, nandun lang siya just for the sake of playing. ba diba? Siguro, naisip niya na parang, oi America... It's America, 1980s, diba? It was a big, great opportunity for you to be able to fly to America. Eat fast food there, siguro. Stay in their, ho- stay, stay in their hotels, diba? And play the game that you love the most. For him, siguro, naisip niya, it was already an opportunity. It was, he was already blessed to be able to play in America. No? So he didn't ask much. Not knowing na probably by that time, siguro kung marunong siya magbasa, marunong siya mag-draw up ng contract, by that time, siguro, milinaro na siya. Hindi <laughs> niya lang Uh-oh. alam. Suddenly, and then eventually, may, nag-lumipat yata siya ng promoter, may something na nangyari. That's the time that he started winning big. So, nanalo siya ng mga $500,000 spot money, diba? Tapos mga international competitions. And the good thing about FN Reyes is, he's very good at billiards. He's actually an entertainer. <laughs> so, diba? So, he's playing, he's playing, the, he's playing billiards. When he plays, he's trying to entertain you as well. Diba? So, yung mga... I think that's what he, ano eh, siguro... Yung charm niya na as a player. <laughs> no, as a hustler. As a hustler. Kasi when you're hustling, di ba? When you're hustling, ang gusto mong ma-feel ma- nung kalaban mo, nung natatalo ka na. <laughs> di ba? So you always have to put yourself in a situation na, shit, natatalo ako. Para mas lumakas yung loob nung kalaban mo na mag-bet pa ng mataas. Siguro, naisip ko, na-realize ko na siguro, kaya ganun siya. Na, na pag nakita mo yung laro niya, na parang sumisir ko palagi yung bola, yung may mga tumatalon yung bola, ganyan-ganyan. It's because na-train siya nung bata siya or nung earlier years na when he's hustling, he always puts his into that situation and he needs to be able to get out of the situation. <laughs> Kailangan niyang ma-resolve, ma- ma- ano, ma-solve yung problem niya. Kailangan niya mapasok yung bola no matter what. So, ilalagay niya muna yung sarili niya into a detrimental situation that's kailangan niya makalabas doon. And that's, And yun yung makikita mo ngayon, yung sa mga plays niya, di ba? Yung, yung famous zigzag play, yung, uh-huh. yung ball, yung kalabi niya sa Earl Strickland. And everyone was so amazed kasi na, nung time na yon hindi pa siguro ganun ka-revolutionary yung, yung billiards. Yung billiards. Di ba? Na hindi nila maisip yung, naisip na na trick shot yon People think of it as trick shots. And up to now, we, we see them as trick shots eh. Pero for Elton Batareyes, I believe sa kanya, ano yun eh, it's just, Parang yun yung regular shot niya eh. Yun lang yung regu- yun yung ano eh. For him, that's how he plays. Period. 
one of the sad things about this is, yun nga eh, I mean, siya yung, ano natin, di ba, contender natin sa SEA Games, si F10 Bata. Yeah. Wala pa tayo nakuha ng mga, ano, wala pa tayo nakuha ng mga contenders na kasing galing niya. Oo. So, Kaya nga, di ba sabi niya, uh, gusto niya na mag-retire, pero wala kasing kapalit. Yun. So, wala pa siyang, wala pang nakukuhang kapalit dun sa galing, na kasing galing niya, na pwede niya ipanlaban sa SEA Games. So, he came out of his retirement and and compete oh. again. <laughs> he came out really... of his retirement. Can you imagine? Natatatanganan ni Efren Bata, he had to represent the Philippines in the SEA Games. Pero yeah. saludo talaga ako sa kaya. Alam mo yung nakita ko siya kasi pinanood ko yung opening ng SEA Games. I was like, kasi di ba siya yung isa sa nagdalas? Uh, Mr. Paeng ni Pamoseno, si Efren Bata, yung nagdala ng uh, national flag natin. Talagang nakakaiyak, no, nakakagoosebumps na He came out of retirement just to play and represent the Philippines. Grabe yung dedication niya sa larong yun. Nakakabilin. Oh. Nakakabilin. At saka, isa pa nakakatuwa kay Efren. And I think, ano eh, nakakatuwa kay Efren Reyes. Sobrang humble ng tao na to. As in, sobrang humble niya. Ngingitian ka lang niya. He's so humble. Yung ngiti <laughs> niya, di ba, wala siya ipin. Ngingitian ka lang niya. Oh, wala siya ipin. Kakamot ulo lang siya. Pag naglalaro oh. siya, makakamot ulo lang siya. Nakatuwa siya. Actually, na, nung pinapanag ko yung documentary na yun, nakatuwa ako sa kanya eh. Kasi wala. Totoo siya eh. Totoo ang tao. Tapos, nakita mo, whenever he plays, nakita mo yung mga, yung damit niya parang pono lang. Pag nakita mo siya parang, <laughs> yung makita mo lang sa tab- isa tabi-tabi dyan. Parang typical na, tatay mo, na lang dyan sa milyaran, oh, diba? Hindi <laughs> mo tatay like, lang, pero makita mo. Oh, pero makita mo yung seriousness niya when he starts playing. Yung focus, mm-hmm. di ba? Pero hindi mo makikita kasi sa labas eh. Yung nga, I think he, he's the best representation of the saying na do not judge the book by its cover. Yes. Akala no? mo, kasi, ano ba to? Magaling ba to o hindi? <laughs> oh, tapos tagal-tagal niya na sa US. Pero hindi siya nakakuha ng ano, Americans lang. <laughs> <laughs> Tatawa yan. Do, pag pinapanood yung mga laban niya, di ba, yung pag, ano, kakamutang ka lang niya ng ulos sa tawa, ngingiti lang siya na yung, yung kit smile ni Mr. Efren Reyes na talagang yung charming, yung appeal. <laughs> Oo, ma-appeal, may appeal siya na, ano eh, approachable, approachable person, very humble. Pero tingin ko talaga, ang laking, ano, ang laking contribution ng hustling niya. Kasi yung sinasabi ko eh, pag hustling ka, di ba, pag nag-hustle ka, you need to show na maratalo ka. Kailangan mo ipakita na hindi ka magaling doon sa kalaban mo. Otherwise, yung kalaban mo, hindi siya, hindi ka lalabanan, di ba? Ganun yung ginagawa niya. So, ganun yung persona niya. So, pag nakita mo nga talaga siya, doon ang imagine ko, siguro back in the 90s, no? When he started hustling, or 80s when he started hustling, pag nakita mo siya na parang, eh parang hindi naman magaling to eh. Tapos pagka tumitira, yung bola, yung ano, palaging, palaging hindi nakatapat sa bola or hindi pinoposition yung bola niya. Malamang maratalo ko to. I think, isa ako sa mga suckers eh, na, <laughs> na, ma, na mauhuli niya eh, na ma-hustle niya eh, back in the 80s. Type the word, humble sa Google, picture ni Efren ng lahat. Oo. Siya yung, ano, siya yung, aside from, ano, yung, yung, yung pagiging simple, simpleng atleta, doon makikita, siya yung lumalarawan sa, simpleng, isang simpleng atleta, yung, Parang gusto lang niya maglaro. Ayun <laughs> mm. yeah. nga eh, sobrang humble. I think it's a gen, gen, general team eh, no? sa lahat ng mga sa lahat ng mga uh, athletes and artists na kinover natin for today. 
yun yung general theme eh. Lahat sila walang walang hangin eh. Lahat sila, they're very humble. The lifestyle. Oo, yung lifestyle nila. They're very humble and talaga makikita mo yung love nila for the sport. Mm-hmm. Yun yung ano, yun yung I think na, I think na isa sa mga commendable. Not just because of the achievements that they brought in for the Philippines, but by the way that they live their lives. No? So, isa, isa talaga silang mag, magandang example Exactly. For ano, for people or for even for the younger generations nowadays to emulate. So any ano, any final words na Tita Kay, since I think we're uh, going over and above. Uh, Ayun, so aside dun sa mga nabanggit natin, Mr. George, hindi lang naman sa larangan na yun. Ang dami ng 90s, 80s, 90s na talaga nag-excel din. Like, sa singing competition na lang, ang dami nating mga singers na nag-compete outside the country that um, became champions. Like, for example, 1989, Jude Velasquez, Asia Pacific Singing Contest. Um, 1990, Arnel Pineda, Yamaha Band Explosion. He w- sa Japan, he, wants, he won the best vocalist. Um, and then yung Smoky Mountain, diba? they became, um, uh, they, they, they won the best interpreter in Romania for the Golden Stag International Song Festival. So, pagating sa uh, iba't-ibang larangan, hindi talaga magpapahuli ang Pilipino. <laughs> diba? Simula pa lang nung 80, 70s, 60s, 50s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and up to now. And ang masasabi ko lang siguro, uh, yung yung dedication na nasimula nung 90s, sana tuloy-tuloy lang para sa mga kabataang atleta, mga kabataang singers, mga kabataang achievers, or young achievers um, ng bagong milenya. Tuloy-tuloy lang. Um, gawin yung inspirasyon, yung mga nabanggit namin. Kung, hindi man, kung wala man dyan yung mga nabanggit namin, yung mga inspirasyon nyo, kung wala man sa mga nabanggit namin yung inspirasyon nyo, uh, malamang, um, I mean, nakapagsilbi rin sila at nakapagbigay rin sila ng karangalan sa Pilipinas. So, yun. Um, just like what um, we mentioned earlier, over and over, humility, yung pagiging humble, Uh, yung yung dedication, disiplina, hindi dapat mawala. Ayan. Kahit sa anong larangan pa yan, disiplina is the number one rule if you want to succeed. Diba? Yun, sabi nga ni Sir Carlo, laban Pilipinas. So, yun, um, hindi natin nakuha yung yung kalayaan kung bilang Pilipino, kung wala tayong dedikasyon, diba? Yun. So, mm. ikaw, Mr. George, ano yung, ano yung, yung final say? Final thoughts episode. ko lang. Ako, ano, wala, wala tayong ano, Wala pa yun nga eh, lahat ng mga records na dinala nitong mga to ng mga athletes, wala pa ring nakakatalo. I mean, iba na kasi ngayon, yung focus ng kabataan ngayon ni. Eh. Siguro oh, the best in ano Mobile Legend Championship sa Dota. Mobile e-games na lang eh, e-games, no? yung mga oh, e-sports. Nakakalimutan oh, na yung mga ano yung mga traditional na sports competitions, athletics. Pero parang wala, yun nga, hindi eh, na makikita mo maglalaro ng billiards, 'di ba? nakabataan. Oh, bil- oh, online sabog na lang. Online nung ano. Sikat, nung sikat si Efren Reyes tsaka si Bustamante naglipa na yung mga bilyaran dyan sa tabi-tabi. <laughs> Susulbutan lang yung mga Siguro, bilyaran eh. Uh, segue ko lang. It has something to do with also how we take care of our athletes. Uh, for example, hmm. Wesley So. He's now representing America. Kasi he's not been given um, enough training here eh. So, 
para sa pansariling ano, edi punta akong Amerika, doon ako mabibigyan ng training. I'll represent the, the, the country that trains me, di ba? So, sayang, di ba? I miss na um, uh, magkakaroon na naman ng panibagong achievement ng Pilipinas. Sa iba na punta, di ba? So, hindi kasi naalagaan yung mga atleta natin. Yun. Oo. Oh, ayun nga eh. Parang yung priority kasi. So, alam, naintindihan ko naman that sports is not a priority for our country kasi we have bigger problems to deal with eh. Pero ang ano ko lang, ang naisip ko lang, if meron tayong, may dumating once, once in the blue moon, like these athletes and these artists, may dumating, and na, we give them their full support. So, yep. di ba? So, I'm sure, marami, maraming problema yung, maraming problema sa, na, ito rin, pag nag-research ako, ito lagi binibring up nila eh, pagdating sa, Ang lagi binibring up ng mga athletes na to, sina Lydia De Vega, sina Onyok Velasco, and the like, lagi yung sinasabi is yung grassroots program. <clears throat> Gusto nilang makahanap ng mga tao uh, na, ano, na yung from the very beginning, train mo up until, ano, up until they become pro. Yun nga eh, sama si Sir Carlo, no? corrupt kasi yung mga sports officials sa totoo lang. So, yun nga, so, politicking, tsaka yung, ano, palakasan, palakasan system, Pag-usapan natin kanina si Pacquiao, diba? <laughs> Pacquiao was in the PBA where when he's not supposed to be in that sport. So, kumbaga ganun, hanggang may ganong klase ng mga problema, we will ne- never be able to solve the the problem. We will ne- never be able to beat our the records that we have set yeah. in the in the previous, previous years. And if you want to join the international arena, if you want to make a, a mark, No, we we need to change our ways. We need to change the system, which I don't think that will happen in our lifetime. Pero pero just in case nga when once in the blue moon, if someone comes up who nakasinggaling or much better than these the the people that we mentioned in this podcast, I just hope that the government we'll and everyone care. everyone of us gives them our full support. Yes. Oh, uh, kasi yun na nga. I mean, we attach ourselves. We always say Pinoy pride, no? but we don't actually Pag nag-champion na. <laughs> Pero nung naghihirap pa sila. Yun eh. yun yung, <laughs> we yun don't care. Eh, no, no. Yun yung masakit eh, no. Before before winning anything, walang 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 tulong, wala. And then pag nanalo na, parang oy, pucha, Pinoy yan. So Pinoy din ako. Then must <laughs> this siguro magaling din ako, 'di ba? Parang <laughs> which is not ano, not right. It's not right. Uh, if you if you want to if you want to shout Pinoy pride, then you you need to deserve to shout Pinoy pride. Kailangan mong tulungan itong mga to. If they want, notwithstanding the ano, Filipino Filipino culture and Filipino assistance, then we cannot actually shout Pinoy pride no? mm-hmm. at the top of our lungs. So, yun. Imagine mo, bandila natin yung inaangat nila, diba? Sila ang ating modern heroes, kumbaga. Um, lagi na lang, Prime Minister, nagumas pagdating sa sports. True, kasi government doesn't want, it's not their priority. Eh, kung yung national team nga natin sa basketball, hitap na sa mga FIBA sanctioned competitions. Uh, yun yung pinag-uusapan lang namin kanina, yung mga records, like Usain Bolt, ano yung record mo? 9.63 seconds. So, you need to start thinking of, you need to start developing systems, training regimens, developing people that will beat that record. Starting from now. And you also have to be forward-looking. Hindi hindi ngayon na, ano, hindi, hindi yung mag-train ka ng tao ngayon to beat a 9.63 second record. Because by the time that those people are able to compete, a new record would have been set already. Yes, so, 
diba? So every time, every time na ano, every time na magte-train ka, you always have to be forward thinking, forward looking. Mm-hmm. So and it's a big challenge. Tsaka so, wag nating ano, wag nating hayaan natin mag-retire yung mga athletes natin na na mayagpag nung dekada 80-90. Let them rest, let them enjoy life, diba? Wag natin silang pabalikin dahil lang walang representative. <laughs> Mm. So, ML na lang tayo. Marami tayong rep sa ML. Oo. Diba? Malamang e-sports magto-champion tayo. And we are. Diba? Sa Dota pa lang eh. We are. Sa Dota. We are winning. Ayan. Ayun. So, that's it for tonight. Thank you everyone to, who joined us. Thank you sa mga nanood sa YouTube. Ayan. Sir Carlos or Kenneth. Tsaka si, ano, si Mr. Henderos Kupal at saka si Mr. Orange Kev. Thank you very yeah. much for dropping by. So, thank you and tune in next week as we discuss more exciting 90s topics. You can watch replays of the show when it comes up on Facebook and also listen to the podcast when it goes up on Anchor.fm and its link affiliates like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Also, please, if you like the content, don't forget to follow and like the MPH Facebook page. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll see you again next week. Take care, guys, and stay safe. Bye. Good night. Goodbye.